rolling. Okay. Rolling, rolling. Everybody rolling. on their marks. Speed <laughs> and action. Welcome back to the watch list with Patty and Bill. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcast. You can also reach out and engage with us by going to either thewatchlistpod.com and click on, on that con by clicking on that contact us button. There's a reason why my mouth doesn't work, and I'll get into that in a minute. Uh, you can also engage with us on social media at symbol pirate Alice, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at symbol the watchlist pod. And if you just happen to listen to us on uh, Apple, please give us a five-star review. We would greatly appreciate it. I am running on three hours sleep. Ooh, how exciting. And, um, well, it's because I've been trying to be better uh, since the beginning of the year. And I have all but cut out caffeine. Ah, so that's got you so, awake? No, 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 no. So yesterday... We we played Quizzo, which was very fun. Okay, and it was music trivia, and I realized, you know, there there comes a point where you cross a barrier into, you know, what? Yes, I might like this music, but I'm never going to give it the brain space that I gave my music to. Correct. And I and I love modern music, Dua Lipa, uh, um, Doja Cat. I I dig modern music. However. There was a round, like the first round of this quizzo was all about modern music from like the 2010s. Mm. We got zero yeah, right. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten any right. So this quizzo, is this like a bar quiz thing? or It's bar trivia. Okay, that's what I'm checking. It's bar I'm trivia. not familiar with quizzo. Ah, I see, okay. Yeah, I discovered it, and now it's a part of me because I've been living in this area for so long now. But um, it is basically bar trivia, but it's organized bar right, trivia, yes. and there's a guy that does yes. it, and his his name is Tony Romeo, and he does an incredible quizzo. He's great. We follow him. I had ordered, before I went there, a decaf coffee, thinking I'm going to be very good. Okay. But then... It just became a night of like food debauchery. Yes, because we had really good burritos, and and I had a couple of Coca Colas, and and I had a wee bit of chocolate, and then I was wondering why the fuck I'm awake at four thirty in the morning, and I thought it was those bastards at Dunkin' Donuts. They gave me a fucking regular coffee instead of decaf. No, it was my own dumbass with caffeine on on the back end. So that's why I'm on three hours sleep. Ah, okay. So if I'm a little slow today, that's why. All right. All right. So I guess I'm going yes, first Yes, you today. are. So the first thing that I watched, it, I guess there was a theme this week. We finished Ozark, but it ended It ended well. It ended well, and and I enjoy it. So I fully, fully, fully endorse Ozark. But then we were in a show hole. Because our other shows like Reacher and this newest season of Fargo hadn't had new episodes yet. So we were looking for stuff to watch. So we we started flipping channels on Netflix and we were like, okay, a comedy special because Ozark is heavy as fuck. So we came across John Mulaney. Ah, yes. And his latest stand-up special called Baby J. 
It was released on Netflix back in April of 2023. And it is a special that tackles his very, very, very real uh, substance abuse, including his intervention and subsequent rehab. So for about, how long is this thing? It's 80 minutes. It feels a little bit longer than that, only because, you know, he's talking about drug addiction and he's talking about his own personal story. And I'm and I'm sitting there going, oh, my God, this guy's, you know, in a very comical way, relaying actual very true shit about what drug addicts do and so forth. And it was actually pretty good. And I and I and I don't mean that in a very like uh, not like judgy kind of way. I mean that I'm not used to seeing a comic who is not making just one joke in a special about, you know, being a drug addict. He made his entire special about being a drug addict. Starting with the fact that in his last, I guess, stand-up special, and this is his first stand-up special in like five years or something like that. Um, and... He would say, if you watched my last special, I was bouncing around and I was doing all of this. Well, that's because I was on coke. And, and, and then it just kind of goes from there. But, it, but it's actually very eye-opening. And through comedy, you get to learn all about you know addiction and what it does and an intervention and how important people are in your life to help you, to help you get sober and and actually still keep a sense of humor about it all. So I liked it. I don't know if it's for everybody. Um, so would I recommend it? Yes, I would. Um, but I haven't seen any other John Mulaney comedy special to say one way or the other that this one is better than another one or anything like that. So just based on this... John Mulaney, Baby J, pretty good. All right. Okay. And that was on Netflix. And that was on Netflix. The series that I've got here, the one series to review, is mm. on Netflix as well. It's called Young Seung Creature. It stars Park So Joon, um, who recently starred as Prince Yan in the Marvels. He was also in Parasite, and he starred in the series that I really liked called Itaewon Class. This isn't the this isn't the person who just died, no, right? No, that's Lee Seon Kyun. Okay, because that person was also in Parasite. Yes, right? he was. He had a okay, bigger role right. in Parasite than Park So Joon did. Okay. So in Young Seon Creature, it's spring of 1945 in the city of Gyeongsang. Um, that is the old name for modern day Seoul. This is during Japanese rule over Korea, and it was inspired by the real-life war crimes of Chemical Warfare Division Unit 731. That was a notorious branch of the Imperial Japanese Army, and they conducted lethal experiments on Chinese and Korean civilians during the 30s and 40s. Oh. Yeah. They were trying to develop some chemical biological weapons. And so in this show, two young people... Uh, they find out about these experiments that are happening at a local hospital, 
and they confront this strange creature that, according to the official description, was born of greed and a battle against it for survival. Mm-hmm. There's a love story angle on this that was really... I felt it was super forced. I mean, that was kind of dumb. But overall, this show is pretty fun. Um, the creature is definitely CGI, but it's the whole storyline is pretty cool. And it has been announced there's going to be a season two, although I kind of don't what? want a season two of this. I feel like it ended at a good spot. Yeah, well. But uh, Young Young Creature, it's on Netflix. It's pretty cool. It's a good one. Okay. Yeah. Well, in keeping with my my alcohol and drug binge, <laughs> and on Netflix, and actually, shout out to Terry. Huge. And first of all, she is a loyal listener, and I appreciate that. Uh, and a dear friend. Uh, but she actually introduced me to my next new awesome shit. Uh-huh. And it's called Louder Milk. Louder Milk. Louder Milk. And it is on Netflix. And it currently has three seasons on Netflix. And it stars Ron Livingston, who is the main character of Office Space, and he was also in Band of Brothers. I like him. He is uh, is awesome. He is. And he plays uh, a guy named Sam Loudermilk, who is a bastard. He is an asshole. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he is also a recovering alcoholic and substance abuse uh, person. But he's now a counselor. He's, He's five years sober. But he's he's just got such an abrasive attitude with people, um, and he pisses off everybody. Um, but because of this group, he's leading a group, and some of the stories that he goes through are branches off of those people, and uh, including his his roommate, who is also his sponsor. And I'll tell you what, I've been searching for a while for a show that would actually make me laugh out loud, and this is it. Hmm. Even though this is a show that has a very serious subject matter, uh, Ron Livingston pulls off Sam Loudermilk beautifully. And as Terry and I were were talking about this, it's almost like an extension of his character from Office Space, like this could be what happens to the guy from Office Space. Because he's just very tell it like it is at the end of Office Space, really chill. But then, like, life lets him down. People let him down. So he just becomes a very truthful asshole. Um, But that's not the case. It's a different character. Um, But there are points of this that just made me fucking laugh. And after getting rid of Ozark, this was very needed. Okay. This is a great unicorn chaser. Ah, very good. Very good. Those are important, and uh, yeah, those are, it's very important, and and it helps you even look at this show with a fresh set of eyes because you're not going from just one heavy ass drama to another heavy ass drama. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, there's one storyline within it that's getting way too weird and way too intense, and I don't dig it. Mm. It's one character who's an ex cop who is very, very, very intensely into his job as a sponsor for another guy who is doing rehab for his boss because his boss takes utter um, advantage of him. Mm -hmm. 
up to and including telling him to go do rehab for him because it's court ordered at this point. Oh, so instead of the boss getting the rehab he's supposed to, this employee is pretending to need rehab. Right. Uh And he's being taken advantage and the employee is being taken advantage of at work and all of this. But the guy who plays his sponsor is just so intense. And and it's like, wait a minute, where the fuck is this going? Because that's really dark. And and it actually turns out that the guy who plays that character on the show, um, hang on one second, let me find his name. Uh, the guy who plays that character, his name is uh, Danny Watley, and he plays a character called Cutter. Uh, that actor is actually a recovering addict himself, and after season one, he relapsed. So he is not in seasons two and three. Interesting. Okay. So I I wish him well. You know, that is, that's a hard life. I didn't realize he was. But we were just like, where the fuck is this going? This is really weird. Um, but Louder Milk should be your new shit. Okay. It's really good, really funny. And, and uh, <laughs> did you see the movie High? High Fidelity with John Cusack? Um, long ago, yes. All right, the record store guy. Yep, I know which one you're talking Kind about. of elements of that, too. But anyway, oh. so thank you, Terry, very much. Louder Milk on Netflix. So the final thing that I have um, is a movie that I had been hunting for for a long time because it's got some okay. some good memories tied to it. Now... So that got me thinking about those those soft spot movies that you have where they're movies that may not be like earth shattering or like Oscar worthy or even star anybody you'd recognize. But they just uh, because of memories attached to it or such like that, they just have a soft spot for you. And Dwight discovered that the one I've been looking for is on Netflix it's a old horror movie from the seventies called Sweet. It's Alive. Oh my God! It's Alive with the baby. Yes. Oh It's yeah. on Netflix now. And oh fuck yeah! It's not the. It's really kind of shitty, and the the makeup on of the of course the it is. Baby, it's meant to be the fake ba- the baby the monster baby just is so ridiculous looking, and it has nobody you'd recognize in it. I don't know anybody in it. And it's part of a trilogy. You've got It's Alive, It Lives Again, and Island of the Alive. And then It's Alive 3, Island of the Alive. And I rented them all on VHS, (laughs) and I loved them all. Well, this is on TV. Uh And my mom was like, Mom and I were just sitting there, and it came on, and we started watching it. And we totally were into it. And then when the It Lives Again comes on, Mom's like, Hey, did you know there was a sequel to this? It Lives Again. And then... We just got into the It's Alive movies. So it's just got this memory of hanging out with my mom, watching TV, and this mm-hmm. terrible yeah. movie. So I just, oh, yeah. I needed to watch it again. And this week I watched it again. <laughs> and it's just as ridiculous as ever. But it was fun to watch. It was just fun to watch. Well, that reminds me of how my mom, who gave me my love of movies, I love you, Mama. She used to have me watch everything on Channel 7 because Channel 7 had the 3 o'clock movie and shit oh. way back in the day. So after school, 
I was a good kid. I came home. I actually started tackling my homework. How I got to this, I have no idea. But, <laughs> but I used to be a pretty good kid. And, and so there was a three o'clock movie on. And my mom says, you really need to watch these movies. And it was called The Abominable Dr. Fives. Oh. And its sequel is called Dr. Fives Rises Again. And it starred Vincent Price as a guy who's barely alive after a horrific accident that actually killed his wife. He keeps her embalmed. Hmm. And he wants to take revenge on the people he saw as killing his wife. Okay. And he does it by these really elaborate methods. And it's actually, it is early 70s schlocky fun, kind of like It's Alive. Okay. But damn it if they weren't entertaining to me. Oh, yeah, totally. I loved them. Mm-hmm. And and there's a space for all of that. That, you know, 1980 brought us scanners or 81 brought us scanners. And then that kind of evolved into the whole leprechaun critters yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Y- you know, I love old movies like that. The other movie that, that has the soft spot for me is not a horror movie. It's It's Babe. The pig movie. Oh, Babe the Pig? That is the movie. I bought it on VHS, and uh, I would sit and watch it over and over. As soon as I bought mm-hmm. it, I just kept watching it. Sam was, like, annoyed that we're you're watching that again. <laughs> and the one day, my dad was heading up the stairs, and he's like, what are you looking mm-hmm. at? What are you watching? I'm like, it's Babe about a pig. <laughs> and dad came back down and sat down in the chair, which he never did. He never sat in the living room to watch TV. And he watched uh, the whole rest of the movie with me. So aw, that is like the sweet. last movie my dad saw. And he oh, sat wow. down and watched yeah. it with me. It was just me and him. And yeah. I think he really liked it. I think he liked Babe, the movie about Oh, that's cool. Ram, you. Oh, man. <laughs> That'll do big. That'll do That'll big. do. Yeah. So, oh, but Babe 2, Pig in the City was I terrible. I didn't bother watching that. Oh, don't. Yeah. It's it's awful. Unfortunately, it's awful. Babe is only available like to rent as far as I can find on the interwebs. Mm-hmm. So, But It's Alive is free on Netflix. The other two, uh, you'd have to like buy or rent them on Amazon. Yeah. And Babe is wow. for rental. Um, this was That's spontaneous awesome. for you, so we don't know if... Abominable Doctor Fives. The Abominable Doctor Fives. Okay. I don't. I, you know what? I don't know if that's. Is it worth one. anybody's time to go and search for? Probably not. Unless you like that seventies crazy but, shit. Yeah. You know? If you if you like seventies schlocky kind of horror, uh, like like really schlocky, um, <laughs> but it's 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 pretty good. Um, the last movie I saw with my mom was the Brendan Fraser The Mummy. Oh, okay. Yeah, we went to a theater to see that. We actually went to the, um, what was the one in Evanston? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, we went there and we saw Brendan Fraser's The Mummy. The last movie in the theater with my mom and my sister and cousin were with was Witches of Eastwick. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good flick. Yeah. I remember it being very entertaining. Yeah, it was very entertaining. She really liked it. Yeah. Ah, uh, oh well. Yeah, I miss my mommy. So anyway, soft spot movies. Sometimes you just gotta watch them over and over. 
which I will ask everybody now, do me a favor, log on to the watchlistpod.com, click on the contact us button or hit us up either text uh, or DM on the socials. What's your favorite soft spot movie? Everybody has one. Mm -hmm. I don't care what kind of like snob you are with documentary city or you you go to the deep dark depths of really obscure horror you have a soft spot movie what is it i would love to know yeah because i love that kind of shit those are the kind of movies i called old friends yes the old friends the old friend and whenever the old friend comes knocking on the door or you just happen to come across it on broadcast tv you're like oh yeah i'm staying and i'm watching this mm-hmm. All right, let us know that. So my news. 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 There's more that has come out after uh, the death of Lee Sun Kyun, uh, the, oh. the parasite actor who committed suicide. On Friday, Bong Joon-ho, the director of Parasite, held a, con- a press conference with more, a bunch of members and societies of the Korean entertainment industry. And they called for an investigation okay. into the police methods used during their investigation of, of, Lee, of Lee. So he was investigated for 69 days. He took three separate drug tests, all of which were negative. Wow. And he was even willing to take a lie detector test to prove his innocence. So the woman involved in the case that he claimed had snuck drugs into a drink and was blackmailing him. Wow. She is still under investigation. And she was arrested trying to flee the country. Oh, my God. She had a child with her, and it's been reported that she scammed like four or five different guys telling them they were the father of that kid. Oh, my God. And she took money and child support from them, but she wasn't using it on the kid. She was using it to maintain her lavish lifestyle. Oh, my God. So at this press conference, uh, Bong, he called for the established media to reflect on their sensationalist coverage, which had contributed, which may have contributed to Lee's decision to take his life. And the public broadcasting station KBS was singled out for particular criticism. Bong is quoted as saying, I demand that the authorities investigate. We demand that the police investigate whether there was any lapse in security of the investigation from the moment the details of the deceased's investigation were first exposed until two months later. We want to know if there was no individual media contact during that investigation, and we want the results to be made public so there's no doubt. Yeah. And he went on to say, his three police appearances from the simple reagent test to the negative test were broadcast live to the media. Get the fuck out of here. And recordings of his incriminating statements were released to the media and the public. And he made the tragic choice to end his life after a third 19-hour police summons. The police have denied that they were negligent or that they indulged in unusual maneuvers that exposed Lee to scrutiny. So this whole thing, like the, the Korean entertainment industry is like, never again. We're not putting up with this shit. You guys need to change your ways. We need the the media to be ethical with their reporting and not like take certain things and like spin them out of control and and like report theories of what's going on they need to do the truth and that that's it because this actor was well beloved lee sun kyun was well beloved and was in a lot of really amazing things that were award-winning and were released like at sundance and shit 
Well, and it's just like the Princess Diana because of thing. this. Yeah, it goes out of hand. The I forget the British tabloid. Is it the Sun? Whichever one that the royals keep suing and winning against, mm-hmm. they go too fucking far. Yeah, just the to get going a story. And with the internet now, they could say whatever the fuck they want. Right, but it's it, let me let me ask you something. And if I heard it correctly, the police broadcasted his. The police allowed his his drug test to be broadcast live. So they are they are just as culpable. Absolutely, because that kind of shit shouldn't be broadcast no, to the public. That's a private fucking thing, especially that's, if that's part of a fucking investigation. police investigation. Right, exactly. So, so if anything, I mean, I, and I am not taking away anything about the country's war on drugs. Yeah, not no, at all. That's that's, whole, that's yeah. okay, I guess. But to the length that they are willing to try to make an example of a celebrity, particularly, because I doubt that. Any Joe off the street would get not only that much this media kind of coverage, scru- yeah. right? Yeah. But also the police saying, "Okay, it's okay to bring cameras in." Fuck you! No wonder this poor bastard took his own life. It was the only way to free himself. And not that I am condoning suicide. I am absolutely not. But my God, that's in- that's insane. That is insane. They've destroyed his entire life. Jesus. And. Releasing like statements that he of what he said that were incriminating, but you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. And they were still trying to investigate if he really was guilty. Right. And this is bullshit. This whole thing. He's his wife and his two kids. Now they're alone. They, They don't have the kids don't have their dad anymore. Yeah. And I'm sure he was. I mean, Bong Joon Ho, the director of Parasite, was became teary-eyed talking about this shit so he clearly was close to Lee Sun Kyun this is terrible it's it's awful and the sad part is if and when they and i'm using air quotes conclude mm-hmm. the investigation and they say well no he wasn't using drugs well they've stopped that investigation because he's dead well right but now he's dead they're not I mean, investigating he, they're not investigating that anymore the police have dropped that investigation well and then when the when the um s- suspect the supposed culprit passes away they don't investigate anymore jesus well then fuck but, so one this whole investigation of their of that the korean entertainment industry is demanding Investigating the police and their methods. Absolutely, that that needs to be done, and they need to make that public, so that everybody knows that either the police were that the police were culp- are culpable, that they are responsible for this, and the media and leaking shit to the media and allowing the media to to suppose stuff and broadcast and have their opinions of a of a criminal, a possible, an alleged criminal case. That is bullshit. Yes, it is. Wow. Oh, that sucks. They've destroyed this person, this family, yeah. and everybody around him. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, that, that happened on Friday. I'm sure you could find maybe recordings of uh, the the press conference. They did not allow any questions to be asked. Of course and not. And they didn't have any kind of a photo shoot. Of course They're not. They're like, this is what we're saying and we're done. We're out. Of course not, because they realize yeah. behind closed door, closed doors, they're just praying this goes away. 
and that yeah the police and the, the police and the in the, the media yeah. yeah but the the people who held the co- the press conference Bong Joon-ho and oh, the see. other yeah. societies they oh, did right, not right, right, allow right. the press to ask any questions they don't want any speculation on anything they're like this is what we said and we said what we said wow yeah oh that sucks so there's the latest in uh Lee Sun Kyun's case well, and it speaks to a greater issue of the media going too far. Yeah, and the way people treat uh, celebrities. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And them feeding the beast of what's going on. Yeah, and how they feel that just because you're a celebrity, you might be in movies and TV shows or a K-pop star or a rock star or whatever, that your life should be so openly public yeah well and up to scrutiny like that and up to um speculation of your motivations and what you do and criticism of things you do i mean he didn't sign up to be in movies to be some kind of idol on a pedestal that does no wrong that does isn't human no but i mean not saying that he took drugs but i mean well, the, in America, we don't give a fuck if these celebrities do drugs. I mean, well, fucking uh, John Mulaney has a well, whole comedy yeah, special on his drugs. But that's use. only because he got in front of it. Right, right. But I'm just like, other rock stars who've done drugs, nobody's like crushed their career. No, I mean, not at all. Not yeah, at the all. Rolling Stones, Blondie, Bar- Brenda Carlisle, or Belinda Carlisle, Carlisle, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Our examples from before. Yeah. I mean, even uh, Russell Brand is still going. Well, yeah. Well, I hope that affects change in some really small way. What a way to end the show. Yeah, sorry. I knew it was going to be a wow. ending there. Well, okay. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your I'm sorry. I can't even come out of that. And try to sound light. On the news, it would be like, okay, switching gears. But no, you're absolutely right. How about that snow? Ooh. Yeah, well, the bitter cold Did you as get well. pelted with snow? No. Uh, we got we pelted get, with We snow. get pelted with rain. Although we actually yeah. might have snow this week, so now. Yeah. Okay. We got snow followed by some rain. Now followed by, like, negative temperatures. Great. So sheets of so ice all fucking that everywhere. Rain, yep. <laughs> So it's going to be all icy now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, be careful wherever you are. Sure. Hit us up on social media at Symbol Pirate Alice, at Symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at Symbol The Watchlist Pod. And hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcast. We appreciate you. And actually, seriously, there are people out there who are our, our fans and everything. Thank you. And thank you so much for your suggestions of what we should watch. Keep them coming. All right. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go. Thanks, Patty. Thank you, sir. And we will hit everybody up next week. Okay, Okay, bye. bye.